Hello and welcome back to Practical Alchemy. We are still on our episode with Chelsea. This is part two where we dive into her journey with motherhood and how her birth experience was given that she experienced preeclampsia, delivered her babies early, and what that journey has been like of overcoming challenges, of triumph, of resilience, and of faith. So enjoy the show. They do want to touch on this piece because I think it's the most relevant piece in this now moment in your life, and that is becoming a mom. Congratulations on becoming a mama to twins. I still can't get over the fact that you and your partner are Geminis and you had twins. That is incredible. And I'm still in such awe of your resilience through this journey because it hasn't been a traditional journey. I know that this has been maybe, I'm speaking for you at this point, but maybe the biggest initiation of your life. I know that you told me you delivered them early and and were hospitalized. And like I said, I cannot imagine what an initiation this has been. And would you be open to sharing your story with the listeners? It is so wild because you never think that some of these things can happen to you, right? And also, I feel like I've practiced being healthy. Like I meditate, I work out, I eat fairly healthy. And so I never imagined that I would go through some of the things that I've experienced. But yeah, I have twin boys, Sol y Cielo. And my and it's crazy that my husband and I were Geminis. I'm June 17th. He's the 18th. And we have twins, the Geminis having twins. So I'm like, that's going to be another initiation in and of itself. <laughs> but I was, you're 26 weeks when I gave birth. And the pregnancy was not an easy journey. Like the first three months, I didn't actually have the morning sickness. It was like, cool. I, I was tired, super tired. And I realized I was tired because I was carrying twins. And so the day that I found out I was having twins, I was so excited, so happy. Me and my husband were just like basking in joy and just like, oh my gosh, like I always wish I could have twins, but never really thought anything of it. It wasn't like I was praying for it, but I always thought it would be so cool, especially your first time, because it's hard regardless having babies, but you don't know the difference if you have twins. So I always thought it'd be cool to have twins first thing. So the day that I found out, we were so happy. And then I remember the gynecologist pulled us into another room and she's like, okay, so one of the things that we found out or is that I only had one placenta. So just to give a little bit of information and context behind this is there's so many different kinds of twins. Babies have their own placenta. That's where they get their nutrients. They're carried in an amniotic sac. So there's so many different types of um, twins. There's twins that have their own placenta and their own amniotic sac. There's some that share a placenta and have their own amniotic sacs and then some that share amniotic sac and share a placenta. So when they're sharing, the more they're sharing, the more high risk you are. So we have these good news. And then all of a sudden she's like, but I want to tell you that you are at a higher risk. And I'm like, what do you mean? And so she told me that we only had one placenta for two twins. Luckily I had two amniotic sacs. So just to quickly explain what that means. The placenta, just think of that as the kitchen. That's where they get their nutrients. That's their food. So they're sharing a kitchen, but luckily they have their amniotic sac, which is their own room. So they're not having to share a room. They're just sharing the food. So what happens with with this becoming high risk is the twins can develop twin to twin transfusion syndrome, which is where one of the twins gets more of the nutrients and one 
you know, um, doesn't get as much. And it could sometimes be deadly, unfortunately. So this was 12 weeks when I found out I was having twins. When I was 16 weeks, I was going for a normal ultrasound and the doctor told me, you need to pack your bags and go to Houston right now. And I'm like, what's going on? And he's like, you're at a stage three from one to five with twin to twin transfusion syndrome. And I was like, oh my gosh, like I was so scared. I didn't know what to do. And I want to, I want to bring up all these different things that I went through in the journey because I really want to raise awareness for all these different things that I went through. So I went, had my surgery. The doctor said they may not survive. And if they do, and I just want to be honest with you, I'm not trying to be, you know, negative, but I have to tell you what could possibly happen. And so they said that they probably wouldn't survive. And if they did, it would be one of the babies. Mm -hmm. And within the first week, if they survived this surgery that I was about to have, it was called laser ablation surgery. There was an 80% chance that they weren't going to make it the first week. And then after the first week, those chances would decrease. So luckily I had such an amazing surgery. I remember I was under and the anesthesiologist was holding onto my hand and I literally felt like it was such a spiritual experience being in this surgery. And I just felt like God was protecting me and they both survived the surgery. Their heart rates were amazing. The surgery was so meticulous. It was such a beautiful experience, as crazy as that sounds, because I felt like it was, it was God being there with us. And so I was on bed rest after that for a month. And so after a month, I remember I went and finally did something for myself. I did a maternity photo shoot. And I'm so happy I did that because it was like the one big thing where I got to celebrate. And when I'm at this photo shoot, I noticed my legs are like so swollen. And I posted it on Instagram. And so many people were like, hit compression socks, put your feet up. Like people were so nice and kind and helping me kind of navigate this. And I just thought it was normal pregnancy didn't think anything of it. And I, I remember the week before um, I had my mom came in town and she told me I always knew that she almost passed away while giving birth to me, but I never really knew why. Well, she had told me the dinner, like at the dinner the week before all of this is that she had preeclampsia and I didn't even really know what preeclampsia was and which is it's a blood pressure disease that women get when they're pregnant. And the only way to cure it is by giving birth. And so I feel like that was kind of like in the back of my mind, but never really thought anything of it. Well, I, one of the photos that I uploaded, I, with my feet being swollen, one of my best friends, she DM'd me and she's like, Hey, she's like, I don't know. That looks concerning. Like that swelling looks concerning. Like maybe it's preeclampsia because it was a high risk pregnancy. I was already going, you know, every two weeks for my appointments, but you get your blood pressure checked. I had great blood pressure. All I had, the symptoms were swelling. So that was like that another ping, you know, I always remind myself if I'm hearing something in the background, that's like a nudge. That's like, you need to go get checked out yeah. for this just in case. And so I was at this photo shoot swollen. And after that, every single day, my legs were getting more swollen. Well, my husband, he went to Mexico for the week and he had broken his trip up to where he was on one side of Mexico. And then he had booked his flight for the second part of Mexico where he was going to be at the beach. He was out of town. I was at home. And he is trying to book his flight for his second part of the trip. And he couldn't book it. it. It kept on messing up. He did it over four times. Finally, he went to the airport, booked it. He needed to get on this flight. Well, he booked it. He missed his flight. 
And he was so frustrated because he's like, I tried booking it so many times. Finally, when I got it, I missed the flight. So the man at the airport was like, do you want to rebook it? And he's like, you know what? Give me a minute. And my husband sits down, he takes a deep breath. And there's an angel number that we always, it reminds us of us and our foundation in that 717. He mm-hmm. looks down at the clock, it says 717. And he knew, he's like, I need to be home to my family. Like he didn't feel like something was right. I didn't know he was coming. So he surprised his feet. He gets home, he sees my legs are so swollen. He's like, babe, we need to go to the hospital. And I'm like, no, it's not that big of a deal. Like, I don't have any other symptoms. It's just swollen legs. Because there's like, if you're dizzy, there's high blood pressure, all these different symptoms of preeclampsia. I call my nurse hotline. They said to come to the ER. I get there and they found so much protein in my urine. And that's a sign of preeclampsia. That they're like, you're going to have to stay here overnight. And if it gets worse, then you're going to be hospitalized for the duration of your pregnancy. I was 25 weeks. I was like, you're 40 weeks is full term. So I would have had to be at the hospital until term. Every day, my blood pressure started spiking. The proteins in the urine got worse. By a week later, I went into emergency C-section. It wasn't what I had planned. I imagined myself having a natural birth, you know, no epidural, using breath work, (laughs) being empowered do it this way, right? And here I am. My babies are one pound, five ounces, one pound, two ounces. It was one of the scariest things I had ever done. And so they survived. Thank God. They've been in the NICU ever since, but they've been growing. They've overcome so much in the NICU, so much of the most impossible things. And I truly believe that this has been a very ceremonial experience because right when we forget that life is always about tapping into your faith. Life is always about trusting that through every initiation, through every challenge, you're going to get through it. They have been such a reminder every day to show up in faith. And here we are five months later in a week is going to be their five-month birthday. They're going to be discharged in the next week or two. Hopefully when this podcast is out, they're home. They're almost nine pounds. They have survived so many different things in the NICU that you wouldn't even believe is possible. And it's been a big spiritual experience of coming back to myself. When I first got approached about doing this podcast, I'm like, oh my gosh, should I even be doing this? My babies are in the ICU. And I truly believe that this story is meant to spread awareness, whether that's twin to twin transfusion syndrome, whether it's about believing in the impossible and having faith, whether it's about bringing awareness to preeclampsia, bringing awareness to NICU moms and knowing that you can get through this and that babies are so resilient. I don't know what it is, but I had this opportunity to be here and I decided, I know I'm going to show up. I'm going to share whatever needs to be shared because that's what I'm here for. That's what you're here for. You knew that we were chosen to share our heart medicine and to use our stories to inspire people, to give them hope, to give them faith. And so it's been a big spiritual experience. I just took a social media break. I've been on a break here recently. And I have just been kind of coming back to taking care of myself on a deeper level, Um, coming back to my tools. And I truly believe that This spiritual awakening that I had in 2019 and all of the healing modalities that I have practiced 
was what strengthened me to be here today. Mm. I don't think I could have handled this. I would have probably gotten into like a downward spiral if I didn't have these tools. And so for anybody that's listening and going through similar experiences or any challenges in life, it's not about even the NICU experience. It's about challenges in life that sometimes we think are so impossible to navigate. I think that you have to be uncomfortable sometimes and move through these discomforts, but still move forward and still believe that anything is possible, still believe in miracles Mm -hmm. and trust in the unknown. And so I know that this story, that these boys are angels and they are going to be little firecrackers that are inspiring people all over the world. So thank you for this opportunity because I know that someone is meant to hear it. I am just, I just don't even have words. I'm like about to cry because I remember when I reached out to you, I, I was following your story. You know, you share on your stories, your babies, when you see them and they're so beautiful. And I just remember like asking you being like, are you sure? Like, I want to honor this time that you're in because it's such a, I don't want to call it like a sensitive time, but it's such a private, intimate aspect of your life that I am so grateful that you're open to sharing because I can only imagine how many mothers are out there who are probably experiencing something similar, going through a hardship with their first pregnancy, no less. It's like, you don't even have anything to base it off of. This is just like all new. And you sharing your story with so much strength, with so much empowerment, with so much resilience, I know it's going to help inspire and remind other mothers that they're not alone. And for future mothers to trust, like there is no right or wrong way to have a pregnancy, to give birth, right? And there is this like idyllic, home birth with the breath work, you know, but it's like, you got to roll with what life gives you and and just keep your faith and trust that that is the pregnancy that those little souls chose to come through for whatever reason. Sol and Cielo are freaking warriors, babe. Yes, they truly are. And like you said, there's no right way or wrong way when this first happened, I disconnected from all my friends because I'm so used to holding space for people that I'm like, I don't have the capacity right now. So I pulled back. And the first thing that I did was I got back into therapy because I knew that I'm carrying these emotions. This is energy and motion. And if I'm not doing anything with these emotions, how am I going to move through these things? So the first thing I did was get into therapy and started using my tools. And at first it was so much harder. And then towards the end here, like I started feeling happiness and feeling good that I almost felt guilty that I was feeling good. The thing about life is there's always going to be duality. You can experience some of the hardest things and you can still have happiness in your life. And I actually believe it's important to take care of yourself and feel good because I know that the energy that I bring to my babies is only getting them here closer. If I were not taking care of myself and not doing this work, I don't know how it would affect them. I truly believe that my electromagnetic field is is bringing more love into their healing. And I truly believe that love is healing. And so as I start to love myself and it's safe to love myself and to feel good, 
I know that it's only helping my babies. And so I just want people to know that there's no right or wrong way to do it. So if you didn't decide to do it in my way, I just want people to know that it's okay to feel good. It's okay to take care of yourself. It doesn't mean I'm happy with my situation, but I think that life, we're always going to be thrown challenges and it's about how we handle the challenges. And I decided that I am going to have those babies home and that they're going to be healthy and that they're going to have a mother that feels good for them. So know that there's no right or wrong way, but I think that it is the best thing that we could do is to take care of ourselves for the betterment of all. Mm. So well put. Thank you so, so much. I feel like this last portion might have to be its own episode because it's so powerful. It's interesting. I'm actually starting to do some coaching. It's like a coaching for pre and postpartum. And it's not something that I sought out. It literally was gifted to me, this course. It's like a $3,000 course or something was literally gifted to me. I was like, I know I want to be a mom. You know it falls into your lap when you're not looking. <laughs> Honestly. And so I was like, I'm, I know that I want to be a mother one day. And I feel like this is the universe offering me. Because I'm also like, my North Node is in Capricorn and it shows. I need to have a plan. I need to have a strategy yeah. before moving into like big, big pieces of my life. And so, yeah, just like hearing your story and hearing just the amount of like reverence that you have for this chapter of your life. I'm just so excited for other mothers to hear it because I think that there can be so much shame and around choices that mothers make for themselves because of what society tells them or what social media shows is like the idyllic way when it's just so beautiful that you're here sharing with so much pride because of what you've gone through, what you've overcome and what your babies have overcome. When was your birth? When did you give birth? So um, they were originally supposed to be born July 24th, but typically twins, they're not usually full term anyway, but they were born April 19th. So I never, like if anything, I knew, oh, they they might be 35 weeks, it'll be 35 weeks. So they might be a June baby, which we're like, oh, another June baby, you know? (laughs) We literally, we thought like, oh, they're going to be like, June baby. And we just love June because we also got married in June. Yes. So like, it's going to be a June baby. And then, and I'm like, if they came even earlier, maybe a May, but I never expected April. So it was April 19th. And so I knew nothing really about Aries. So and- they were going to be like maybe Leos or Cancers. And they said, nope, yeah. we're Aries. Yeah. So like, I never, like, I wasn't really like, because I know a lot of Tauruses. I know Gemini, my mom's a Cancer. I know a lot of Leos and I have Harry's friends, but I didn't know so much about this fire element. And luckily being Gemini's, we're such adaptable and we're the adaptable Zodiac sign. So luckily we are going to be adaptable to these little firecrackers. Yeah, I, I never expected April, but just like we think that we can always plan things. The universe is going to put things in our lives that are meant to be that are beyond our wildest dreams. And so I'm happy that my babies are here. They've survived so much and I got what I wanted and I'm a mother. So really grateful for that. Oh, and congratulations. I can't wait to watch them grow up. Those little Aries. That is honestly their story. Sounds like they were meant to be Aries. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Uh, well, thank you so, so much for your time, for your energy, for your medicine. I know that people are going to be so excited to connect with you. And if you have any retreats coming up, how can people find out more about your workshops, your events? How can people connect with you? Yeah, so my personal Instagram, Chelsea Sanchez, but my Commune in Bloom is where you'll find information on all my breathwork events. I usually have them. Obviously, right now I've been on a maternity leave, but um, hopefully get back to that at the end of this year, beginning of next year. Um, but I have an annual retreat in Puerto Rico, and next year it's going to be 424-24. So yeah, we will be having breathwork, yoga, cacao, um, massages, all of the amazing things and being in the land, my homeland, where when I am there, I feel most connected to my authentic self. And what I want for people to get out of this experience is to feel that energy, but know that this retreat, it's called work heart, play heart for a reason, because we do the healing work through the heart, but we also remember to tap into our heart and play mm -hmm. and have fun and remember who we are. So it's like that dance of the feminine and the masculine and we have fun and it's not just all healing and crying. It's going to be crying of happiness too yeah. and dancing, having fun and meeting women from all across the world, the nation. So yeah, I have my breathwork events. I have all kinds of different things coming up next year. So you can find me on communionbloom.com and at communionbloom on Instagram. And yeah, I think that's it. Thank you so much for having me. It's been such a pleasure. Thank you so much. Thank you.